we have a really special offer today and I'm so excited to share it with you. The ultimate giveaway. Do you want to receive one of our planners for free or would you like access to our Instagram growth course worth £59? At My Bump to Baby, we are massively passionate about making sure parents have the protection in place that they need should the worst happen. If you choose to book in with your nearest family law solicitor today to have a look and a chat about your will, or if you book in with your financial advisor to review your family protection or your pension, we will give you access to either our Instagram course with £59 or we will send you one of our amazing planners completely free of charge. To qualify for this, all you need to do is fill in the form at the bottom of this podcast and we will book you in with your nearest advisor. You don't need to take out a policy and you don't need to take out a will. It's just simply having a chat to make sure that you have the protection that you need should the worst happen. We are so excited to bring you this offer and we hope you take advantage of it because protecting your family is the most important decision that you could make today. Hello everybody and welcome to 50 Shades of Motherhood. I am so excited to be back with you guys. So I've had a little bit of a break but it was really important for me to get back here and carry on raising awareness around some really really important topics that us as mums struggle sometimes to talk about and I the feedback that we've had from the podcast episode so far and the amount of people that this podcast has helped I just thought you know what I can't not do it so season two ended the feedback was amazing season one the feedback was amazing we've had over 7,000 people listening to this podcast which is just incredible so this podcast, this season's podcast, season three, is all about continuing to raise awareness around important topics. Have a laugh, be real, be raw, be uncensored and be unfiltered and just be honest and share open chats around motherhood. So I have some amazing, amazing guests lined up and I can't wait to share these episodes with you. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, leave us a review. I would love to hear your thoughts, and please, please, please share this. Um, If we continue getting listeners, it means that we can continue doing this podcast. So I look forward to sharing season three with you. Hope you enjoy it, and please, please, please send some feedback. Unfortunately, in life, things happen that we have no control over, which is why My Bump to Baby works with one financial advisor and one family law solicitor in each town throughout the UK. If you have not protected your family in case the worst should happen, please, please think about it. So many families are left homeless when a loved one passes away and the spouse left behind cannot afford the mortgage or the bills. 
If you have not got protection, please think about it. We insure our mobile phone. We insure our household appliances. We insure our pets. Why don't we insure ourselves? Please, please, today, go to www.mybumptobaby.com forward slash family protection legal and find your nearest financial advisor or family protection specialist. It is so important that you are covered should the worst happen. Are you looking for groups and classes for your little one? Perhaps you're looking for pregnancy classes for yourself. My Bump to Baby is the UK's leading pregnancy to preschool directory. To find your nearest pregnancy to preschool group, class, lesson or service, head over to www.mybumptobaby.com. You can also read our reviews on the latest products, days out and services. So here we are, season three. I want to raise awareness around really important issues, but I also want to raise and have chats and raise awareness around issues that some of us might not feel that's very important, but actually it is. This subject tonight that we're going to be talking about is something that I think we all need to talk about. And I think it's a very important subject and it rhymes with text. It's sex, okay? We're going to be talking all about sex tonight. We're going to be talking about sex before babies. Obviously not with multiple partners, not that we ever have. Um, and we're going to be talking about sex after babies and how it changes and how we can come together and get it back or can you get it back I don't know I suppose it's just a case of raising that awareness and having that chat that we all probably want to talk about but we don't talk about enough so I am really excited for tonight's episode I would absolutely love you to share it as far and wide as possible um my parents slight thing there now my father still thinks I'm a virgin well I've told him that. Um, as far as I'm aware, I think he thinks George is a miracle conception. So if you are my father and you are listening to this, might be an idea just to turn that off. I love you, but turn it off. Anyhow, tonight my guest is called Melanie and she has two beautiful little girls and we are going to be talking all about sex I'm very excited to share this episode, so I hope you enjoy it, and if you would like to talk about a subject that's a bit out there, without fear of judgment, then please email me or message me. Hello everybody and welcome to 50 Shades of Motherhood. Today I am joined with my friend Melanie O'Brien, mum of two, and we are going to be talking about a subject that a lot of us women think about, overanalyze about, but don't talk about, and that is sex. So, hi Mel, how are you? Hello, I'm really good, thank you. Ready for this conversation? 
Oh, I am too. Do you know what? I really am. So I actually did it last night. So I'm feeling very um, kind of <laughs> fresh, uh, you know, a fresh, yeah. in, fresh in the conversation. Um, but I do think it's something that we, we do need to talk about because I think sometimes as mums, like it changes that much from like before having a baby to having a baby and then you kind of like oh shit is this normal is it normal or is the romance like normal that we don't do it as much anymore and stuff like that so I think just having a chat about it is a really good idea and I love talking about sex anyway so because I'm really immature (laughs) (laughs) no no you're not I agree it's something that nobody speaks about but everyone wonders about I know exactly and I think sometimes we can sit there at home in bed thinking is this normal is it normal that we don't have sex that much I mean so so much so I'll go into it shortly but me and Danny actually started agreeing on like a Wednesday and a Sunday just so we know where we're at you know (laughs) so I can shave and prepare my body (laughs) and um... you're absolutely I swear to god you're not alone you are not alone in that I was very much the same like I said with him working away it almost became sort of like right we have to do it on these days because you're not around any other days I know exactly that's it isn't it and going back to before children obviously not talking about any sexual partners before because we have never done that have we Mel um <laughs> but going back no to the- no never definitely, ever ever definitely not definitely not honestly <laughs> I was a virgin until I was married even though I was pregnant at the time I don't know how it happened honestly um <laughs> I, I already had one kid before I got married so don't worry like oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I like miraculously conceived so it's fine <laughs> it is do you know what that was one of the worst things for me not not obviously George but you know like we booked the wedding and like I don't know I just didn't even I just do you know what it was and I've said it before my friend um bless her she had three children under three and she was giving me advice saying that the pull-out method worked and for some reason I just believed it and yeah and there we are I was pregnant I remember ringing my mum and I was like yeah mum I'm pregnant and I was like don't tell dad don't tell dad because you know he still I'm pretty sure we you know he still thinks I must have rolled in it or something like that (laughs) definitely did not want you to be doing that thing absolutely not no 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 absolutely not I I was um I was on the hill so I like literally had I had no hope (laughs) were you on the pill did you take the pill right as well yeah with with Paige um I yep I was on the pill um and I just started a new job something's not right here and yeah managed to somehow get pregnant on the pill so that was that was a really good one that one um did not go back on it afterwards no no. yeah that's mad so before children then because obviously you two have been together quite a while How, how did you guys meet so we met we met at a friend's wedding well actually it was his cousin and and my best friend's um wedding we met there um he was with someone else like my ex wasn't there at the time he was in my eyes probably the most arrogant person I'd ever met in my life um and yet you know life goes on and a couple of years later we ended up 
good old Facebook, um, got tagged in a photo together and literally the rest was history. Um, I've been together ever since. Wow. So you've been together. Is it 10 years now? Yes, 10 years now. Yeah. God, married eight. Oh my goodness. Wow. 10 years. Do you never think like years ago, I used to think back and I used to think, how do people stay together that long? How boring. Do you know? (laughs) It's funny, isn't it? But when you're in it, you don't think it's boring. Well, occasionally, but do you know what I mean? Like it was literally when we like realised, you know, towards the end of last year, we're like, oh my God, we've been together like 10 years. (laughs) What the hell? Did you fall pregnant quite quickly then? Or was it... I actually did, yeah. Well, I say I did, yeah. Um, like the first year of our relationship, he like he used to travel up to Blackpool every weekend. Um, and then he went on tour for a while. Um, and then he literally came back off tour. We moved in together and I was then pregnant within two months. Oh my god. Well yeah, like obviously this is the sex one, but were you doing it loads? Because you do when you first get together, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, literally, like, like we were literally quite at it like rabbits. Um, it was just any opportunity, literally any opportunity. Um, I moved down to where he was posted. And I mean, I, you know, I got a job straight away, but it was genuinely whenever we got a chance it just never stopped no I I know exactly what you mean well that's what happens when you first get together and I think sometimes that's where like it all begins this kind of thing of what's normal and what's not because for you probably pre-baby that was normal because you weren't together that long yeah yeah and, and literally from you know from the minute we got together like not that I'm like a slut or anything but you know yeah. we were like all like all the time obviously you know I only saw him at weekends and stuff like that but god it was it was non-stop and then when we obviously moved in together it was even better because you know we could see each other all the time yeah and but you know it, it felt it felt normal it felt right it was never there was never this shall we do it shan't we do it it was just what we wanted to do it you know it didn't feel like this is what we should be doing it was just what we wanted to be doing I know exactly what you mean I know it's it's funny isn't it when you first get with someone it is you're at it like absolute rabbits and it's like and then the thing is it's it was similar uh for me and Danny because we got pregnant quite quickly um after being together only you know a short amount of time and then it's almost like you know, obviously when you're pregnant, you're a bit mindful. I mean, I was still doing it, I'll be totally honest, but I think it was a bit, it's a bit harder to kind of locate, isn't it? You know? Yeah. So even when I was pregnant again, well, he, he was away a lot of my pregnancy, but again, whenever he was back, it was, you know, we, we were still, we were still at it a lot. Um, whether because he was away a fair bit so that again when he was home um we kind of made the most of it I I you know I don't know um but I did have quite a few problems in my pregnancy um ended up in hospital quite you know quite a few times um so I think towards the end we definitely became more aware of that Mm. um and it, Mm. it did obviously slow down but I felt that was because it was pregnancy related not because I didn't want to 
Yes, I know exactly what you mean. I was the same. So um, with George, we were doing it a lot. And then I started bleeding and I had to go into hospital. And then they they said those bad words to me because I had a really, really high sex drive. And they were like, bed rest. And I thought, you know, like when it's going in slow motion, I just thought, no, like that. (laughs) Anyway, they said basically that was it. We couldn't do it anymore. That's what, yeah, that's pretty much what they told. That's pretty much what they told me. Um, Especially like the further on I got, they were just like, it's, I mean, even from literally about 11 weeks on, you know, that's obviously that I I, I bled quite a lot and they were just like, well, I think they thought it was like irritating my cervix or whatever. Mm. Um, But I didn't really take that much notice, to be honest. Not, Mm. I don't know, whether it's because it was my first kid, whether it was because I was blind to the situation. I was laid back yeah and I was just a bit like okay fine and then obviously like the further on I got they were just a bit like no you 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 don't don't irritate it because that you know you could end up causing like preterm labor so we then obviously you know laid off a fair bit um Mm. and that kind of I don't know I part of me feels like that's what sort of set it for us yeah because you start then getting in a different routine don't you it doesn't become about sex and all that anymore it becomes a bit different and then how do you go back to doing it all the time then yeah like I completely agree with that um you know it it absolutely changed when they started obviously the further on I got they started like warning me off a bit and obviously I had her early just you know you you had George early um and I had Paige early and obviously that it just goes out the window then doesn't it yeah it does it does and then you've got a child like a baby and it's like I mean to be totally honest with you I don't know why I'm whispering because everyone can hear but I I had a c-section did you have a c-section no no I didn't did you not well honestly I couldn't wait to get right back on it I don't know what was wrong with me but I ended up doing it that much that straight after my c-section it makes me even like cringe now not just for the pain because I was doing it missionary uh which is you know the the one I like a bit boring like that um <laughs> oh, but- god <laughs> Honestly, honestly, I think it's just like, you know, when my bum's wobbling and all that, you know, I prefer to be laid down so it doesn't wobble quite as much. Um, But when we were doing it, straight after, I had to go to the doctor because I caught an infection in my um, C-section scar because of the, you know, the friction. (laughs) Oh, my God. So definitely doing it too early on. Yeah, it was literally the week after. I mean, I don't know what was wrong with me. It's like it built. It's like it builds up, and I have to just get rid. So, you know what? Saying that though, I mean, like with with Paige, we didn't bring her home till she was probably well. She was like a week old, um, and then I did wait like I don't know, maybe another week or so, and I thought that was like quite early on to be, yeah. you know, to be back on it. Um, but then back like, on it jump- I love that. Yeah, literally <laughs> quite quite literally, quite literally back on it yeah then, jumping completely forward to like when I had like my second honest to god it was so completely different then like with Paige I literally was walking like John Wayne I honestly thought like <laughs> heck, what the hell's happened oh I thought you meant after the sex <laughs> no no after having, oh, I was just you know but then within two weeks it was like I felt normal enough but then yeah. with, with my second I was like 
within a few days I was like what the hell's wrong with me yeah like and, and I honest to god I swear to god I didn't actually birth her I, I, I still swear to this day I you don't know what happened her no nothing so, I had so nothing weird. at all when I had like honestly when I had flow literally I swear down it never ever once felt like I'd given birth so I was just straight back on it with her it wasn't till I had a non-sleeper that everything changed Yes, yeah, that is that is the thing that where people say like that point changes because it, it mental health, like it absolutely. I mean, God, George, luckily for me, and I'm sorry for anyone listening that hasn't got George was a really good sleeper, but I still, I mean, even though I only had to get up once in the night or something, I was still like absolutely exhausted. I love sleep though, Mel, and I think you're the same, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. And I was lucky. Again, I was really lucky with Paige. She was a really, really good baby, considering, she, you know, she was early and, and I breastfed her as well. Um, but she settled really early on. Um, and, you know, from literally from a couple of months old, she was sleeping 12 hours a night. I was so, so lucky with her. We had our routine back really quick. Um, when my second come along, my God, everything literally flipped upside down. And that's honestly that's when everything changed um I had a toddler who you know to be fair to her she was great she'd go to bed she wouldn't even get out of her bed like she she could lay there awake for an hour and I'd go up and check and I'd be like oh my god you're still awake but she wouldn't ever shout for us she'd never attempt to get out of bed she was such a good little girl and then I had this baby who was literally feeding probably every 45 minutes for like the first two years of her life so you can imagine what that did to us Oh, God, because the stress, like, you start getting snappy with each other, don't you, and stuff. I was so exhausted. Like, she wouldn't take a bottle either. So, yeah, so it was literally down to me. We tried so many times to get her to take a bottle, and she just wouldn't. And it was down to me every single night for, like, two years solid. And, obviously, I could put her down. She'd go down like a dream. But by 9 o'clock every night, she was up. And she was up every 45 minutes throughout the night. And like, I had two years of that nearly. And well, you can imagine what that did for our sex life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> it. And also, I think it's about feeling sexy a lot of the time, because I think if you don't feel sexy, like I recently, honestly, since this lockdown, I've just been stuffing my face and drinking whatever <laughs> I want. <laughs> and I've literally, I have about four chins at the moment. That's why we're not on video at the moment, Mel. Um, and well, I literally... My kids, my kids count mine. They, oh. they count. They're like, oh, look, mummy, there's one. Two. <laughs> How many chins do you need? I'm like, cheers. Yeah, Thanks. cheers. They're protect to protect my neck. That's all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's awful. Anyway, but our sex life, like it literally, when you don't feel good about yourself as well, I think you can really that makes that puts you off doing it because then you don't take care of yourself as much, do you? And it's like, you know, I think God, I'm actually thinking back to when I last shaved my legs. I actually don't know. That's oh my god! Don't even talk to me. Well, don't even talk to me about talk to my legs. You know, it's just straight in. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, if, if he did touch my legs, if it was a kind of thing like that, I'd shave them. But usually they're missed. But maybe because they're hairy. No, I, don't no know. I completely. That is literally. Oh my god! That's like literally like me and him. Um. Yeah. There's no. There's no leg touching. There's no. There's no like gentleness. It's just like right. Literally, the kids are asleep. Quick, let's get yeah. it in. Um, yes. Let's, let's get it in. It. Let's get it done. <laughs> 
I know. <laughs> and you know what? I always say afterwards, straight after, I'm like, we should really do that more because I love it. I absolutely love it. But sometimes it's like, it's when it gets to a certain time and you're tired, it's been a long day and you think, oh, yeah. oh we'll do it tomorrow. But you do want to do it. But you, it's that, you know, that kind of initial like, hi, how are you doing kind of thing. It's a bit. Oh, rude. I swear to God, that's all like any, any kind of like, I'm not going to lie, any kind of uh, like, passion is probably definitely gone with us it's literally a case of right we finally got the kids to sleep so quickly let's jump into bed together because we can have plans we can have all the plans in the world and I swear to god lockdown right has finished us off not finished us off but yeah such a massive effect on us because we used to be able to like palm the kids off to Nana for a weekend um or even just one night you know and it'd just be like right okay so then we could have date night and you get drunk yeah and you can come home and you know what you haven't got the worry of your kids like waking up or walking in or anything like that because they're not here and that honestly lockdown I I genuinely feel had such a, a, a big impact on us because it was it's, it's just become a case of we have to make sure the kids are asleep because there's there has been times where we've literally been like at it and like pages woken up or like gone to come in the room and oh. we've just oh daddy's just massaging mummy's back because you oh. know she's got a sore back what the hell <laughs> I know I know do you know what really annoys me just as you're about to as well that happened to me only recently and you know you're gearing up you're getting involved and it's just like about to come and I look to the right of me and there's George like oh mummy why are you bouncing on the bed like that I'm just like well you know it's just it's just so fun <laughs> yeah oh it's yeah, all we've had to have you know we've we've had quite a few times like that and it's just like oh my god but then he got to a stage where he was like you know what I'm not doing this while there's even a chance of him being awake so that had a massive impact on us as well because it's so it's not just like the women that I think has an effect on because it's definitely had an effect on him he'll probably kill me for saying all this no but But I just hope he never listens I just hope he never listens to what I'm saying but um we need to it's not for the boys this like Danny won't listen to this um but it it is just about being girls and being open but I know what you mean it's not and also Mel like you said it's it reminds you that your mum and dad and it oh yeah and sometimes like you just want to feel sexy you want to feel like young you want to feel fit and like and then all of a sudden your kid's staring at you or like your kid's there what are you doing yeah what are you doing and it's just like you you've got to be kidding me just get back in your bedroom and the thing is I don't know what you're like but we're very much um we don't shut our bedroom door no we've and and I know there's this whole you know like oh you should shut your bedroom doors blah 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 all the kids blah blah I've never shut when when they were very very little we used to shut their bedroom doors but I also don't ever want them to feel that they're like trapped in the room so we've always left all our doors open yeah we do that so if we ever left our if we if we ever shut our door that would instantly get their attention because they'd be like well why is that door shut yeah so we feel like we can't shut our door so we leave our door open but we're I feel like we're always on full alert you know, know like you can't get into it can you no because like... I feel like waiting for one of them to get into yeah. it so then we end up having we we so many times 
we end up just doing like the spooning position because Ooh. it's easier to explain if a kid walks in it's very easy to explain i'm just yeah. having a cuddle and oh, like yeah. that is it's a massive passion killer but you know it's like well i know you've got to do it somehow and and if this is the way that we're actually going to get to do it then we'll just we'll go with it this way because at least if we get caught we can just tell them we're having a cuddle back, you know back to your bedroom and and it, you know it's sad that it's like that in some ways but what are you supposed to do I know I do think I agree with what you said before about the lockdown because we that was our time off that was my time to get dressed up for him to say oh you look nice now honestly I look like you know home alone that that pigeon woman that is honestly I looked in the mirror before and I thought wow all I need is a bit of a bit of birds on me and that's it you know I'm I'm at that stage but you know what I mean like lockdown it's like you just let yourself go a bit behind closed doors. Well, not you. I'm not saying that. I've not seen you. Oh, no, but the thing is, you, you're completely right. It is me. <laughs> I, honestly. I, before, I thought to myself, I was like, tear, and I was about to record this, and I thought, I feel like I stink. Like, I did have a shower oh, this morning, but I feel yeah. like, I don't know when I last washed my hair. I actually don't know. And, like, it's just, like, it's bad in a way because it's, getting that effort back. And every now and then I get back to a routine where I think, right, that's it. I'm tanning, I'm shaving, I'm doing all this. And I do it like for one week. And then I'm like, no, I'm back to... Do you not think it's when you've actually shaved and and sorted yourself out, that's when you think, oh, you know what? I feel really good. Like I am not letting this go again because I feel feel good. But then within the week, you're like, oh, do you know what? I can't even be bothered. But when you actually do it, you're reminded how good you actually do feel but it's so easy to just let go and yes and not make that effort again I I know and do you know what Mel it's funny you say that because I love it when I'm confident and I'm you know what I feel so good that I'm like yeah you want me but when it's like out of pity (laughs) almost when it's like oh it's Carl and that poor little woman that's like you know you should be blooming on home alone or whatever you know, when it's like that, I feel a bit inferior. So I don't, in, I do still enjoy it, but I love being more, I just love being tanned and fit. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I completely, honestly, I completely get you. Like, you feel so much more confident in yourself when you've made that effort yourself. Like, you feel you're the one almost that's in control of what's yeah. happening. Like, as in, like, you're in control of the passion you're in control they fancy of you more as well do you yeah. notice that yeah uh, oh my god absolutely like sometimes I feel so sorry for him because if we are like all oh, right yep kids are asleep great if you shave your legs no eh, that's all right and then I think to myself oh my god like why are you doing it with me with like my unshaved legs and and oh, like flipping oh. neck I haven't even washed my hair you know oh, yeah. and it and as much as you do it because you want to do it because you do you still feel like I should have definitely made more effort and I don't feel as good as I should be feeling. Yeah, I know what you mean. And it's like, it is like that. And it's, it's. do you know what I know is? I know it's when I'm more confident, he fancies me more, which, which makes me fancy him more. Do oh you my know, God. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like when I'm loved, I love him more. But when I yeah. feel crap, it's like, oh, yeah. And I feel a bit embarrassed. Like, I don't know. If I let myself go a bit, I just don't feel like 
It's good. So when I lose a bit of a few pounds, when I go on one of these crash diets that I do now and again, I always think to myself, oh, yeah, I feel great. And then it looks at me different. That's what I feel like. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Although in some ways for me, like that's like the total opposite for me, because I've always been like, as you know, like I've never been big, have I? No. Um, And I went like the complete opposite way so I went to the point where like I literally felt like I was just a bag of bones and that to me was so unattractive I used to look at myself and think my god like I literally look disgusting why the hell (laughs) why the hell would you want to sleep with me and you know and, and and that put me off wanting to do it myself um don't get me wrong I've definitely gained the weight now (laughs) do you know what Mel it's so good that you've said that because I think some people always listening we're always talking about body issues and we're always talking about oh we put on weight and stuff and it's never like oh I've lost weight and I think that's really important because there's so many do you know what I completely agree it's something I'm dead passionate about because obviously being the person that's always been on the smaller side I mean you know I've always been ridiculed for being so small and I just say skinny rah 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 um like you know what it was like when we used to work together you know I was always the small one blah 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 when I had the girls literally after I had Florrie I literally went down to like six and a half stone I was just a bag of bones it was disgusting it was honestly disgusting and I never I probably never felt unsexier because I just felt like this bag of bones with a pair of boobs that was just feeding my kids. And that was probably one of the worst times ever because I was thinking, how on earth can he find me attractive and want to like actually be with me? And I know it's always about people who who just want to lose weight and they don't like their mum. Well, that's all they show, they don't, don't they? Her. That's all like the media shows. Like I yeah. just said then, like, oh, I've eaten my way through. Didn't even think about that. But then I, do you know what it is? Is I can't imagine ever like losing loads of weight and then thinking, oh, I look awful. Like I just, but then you you're on the other side where like you know, you have lost those weight and you didn't feel confident. But I can't ever imagine that. And it's 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 good that you've mentioned that because I think that is something that people do need to be aware of as well. Yeah, absolutely. And there's definitely, honestly, there's there's people, um, there's people that I know. There's also people that I follow, obviously. Um, and I know that they're in the same position as me that have absolutely hated being as, as small as they are, but it's just not spoken about, you know, it's nowhere near as like an okay subject to talk about. And if you do talk about it, you're almost, it's almost like um, you're kind of boosting that you're that small and and it's not that way. I swear to God, my confidence had never been lower when I was small. I couldn't even get a size six to fit me. And that was like probably one of the most depressing times of my life. Um, But, you know, it's taken me probably three, nearly four years to put the weight on. And I finally reached an over eight stone mark, right? And you know what? I'm probably the most comfortable I've ever been in my body now. Um, And I love, I love having like an extra little bit of weight. And I I personally don't care whether I've got like a bit of a wobbly belly or Mm. a bit of fab. And I like, you know, the kids will be like, wow, mommy, (laughs) looks like you're having another baby. 
she has kids and you know it doesn't bother me whereas that would really really offend some people yeah yeah I see honestly speaking honestly I'd be I I if George said that to me which he does say it makes me think oh my god I need to lose some weight and and that is do you know I think do you do you think women are ever happy with how they are I don't know no no I honestly I don't think women ever are happy with how they are like I, I really don't because I can see it from both points of view you know I've seen the people that are bigger and just wish that they could lose weight and then I've seen people that are so small all they want to do is gain weight and neither of them feel attracted to you know attractive enough sorry to like feel that their partners want to be with them yes yeah I know it's mad isn't it it's like I think sometimes our own bit I don't know about you but if I go on a night out god I'm probably it's been a long time since I've been on a night out. I'm desperate for one <laughs> but when I do I dress it means more to me if a woman comes over and it's like oh you really look nice than a bloke yes, yes. 100% 100% if you can get that okay from from a girl you know that you look good yes like like but that's a girl's opinion but for them to look good for a man I think they feel that they have to look good for a woman which is like that's completely ridiculous in some ways but they're not confident unless someone tell unless a female tells them do you know what my god you look amazing love your dress or you know like because it's so so rare because you all go you all go to like to the lose you will go to the lose together don't you and occasionally but you do get that occasionally you will get that like oh well, I make friends with people every single time I go to the toilet honestly I wake up with about 12 friend requests I mean holidays that I've mentioned to people I mean it, let's not go there but I do Carla, I just, Carla I expect nothing less from you honestly <laughs> it's a nightmare I think I've always been the same really I think I think anyone who knows you would um I would say that that's that's literally who you are but that, that you know that's the thing with you though you're just you're just this genuine person who who appreciates people and if if you know you you wouldn't put anyone down but there are people out there who really do make other people feel rubbish Mm, I don't like that at all that's what that's part of the reason why this podcast for me like it's just about being you and if some people might listen to us Mel and think yeah actually no I feel great about myself and that's great yeah, but, it's really great. But but that's very rare, I would say. Yeah, I can guarantee I you there'll be so many more people thinking, yeah, I feel absolutely horrendous about myself too, especially after having kids, especially, you know, like after lockdown, there's going to be so many people that aren't going to like who they are and what's happened and how their lives have changed so massively. Mm-hmm. since I having think, kids I think that and I do think a lot of the time once you've had children I do think sometimes you can because friends don't really say I had this chat with my friends when I was pissed again honestly I, honestly I don't drink that much but it, you know are you, you, are you sure friends, uh, I don't know actually <laughs> slightly pissed now um but I met up with my friends not recently just to put that out there um a couple of years ago and I said, why do none of us ever mention when our fellas are being twats? You know, like, or oh. had an argument or that things aren't hunky-dory. And we were all just sat there. And I was like, 
I just would love people to just say, yeah, he's an arsehole tonight or, yeah. Uh, do, do you know what? Like, again, I'm not going to lie. I am one of those people who will turn around and tell people if 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 Alex has been a, a, a prat to me or he's been particularly a bit of a dick that day, I will happily tell people um, whether that's the right thing, the wrong thing, or I, I don't know. But I feel like that's something that we just shouldn't hide. No, I, I think sometimes people give off this perfect persona that actually, that you'd almost, if you then say that, you know, you've had a bit of an argument and stuff, people will think, oh, they're not right. Do you know what I mean? Like, everyone has arguments. Everyone does. Oh, God. I, like, literally, I mean, God, Alex is only home at weekends. We've definitely still managed to fit a few of them in. And yeah. he's only home at the weekends. You know, like, it's a case of, like, right, you come home, what are we going to argue about quickly now? And then are we going to go and have sex? Yeah. I know that makeup sex, though, is great. <laughs> literally. Like, I feel like that's I'm literally sure what we do. I cause arguments just for <laughs> makeup sex. Like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to be an arsehole just for a bit, just for the aftermath when you really fancy me. <laughs> yeah. No, literally. And, and I swear to God, that's actually what we do. Because maybe maybe that's like the new thing maybe once you've got kids that's what you have to do you have to just I don't know have a bit of passion have a little bit of a row just to, yeah literally just to get a bit of passion back I know um, maybe because I don't know I don't know if you feel the same passion is once you have kids the, the passion's not there it's hard you do it because you're, you're wanting to like fit it in you're wanting to keep it alive well you're wanting them you like, want to satisfy you want to keep yeah. your man happy as well and you want to keep yourself happy don't you Absolutely. it's like as a woman I think women could quite easily a lot of women that I've spoke to anyway could switch off and not do it and I get that like totally understand it it's like it's the whole thing that goes with it isn't it the shaving the panani shaving you know like oh, God. Oh, yeah it's the, it's the whole thing it's but just effort it's a, it's a lot of effort it really is it really <laughs> is it is and, and, and they don't make half as much effort they don't have to they can just leave it there dangling down <laughs> you know just just there nothing nothing he's doing it's just there happy yeah. Or droopy. <laughs> That's literally it. They 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 don't. They, yeah. they what do they have to do? You know, like I just know. just get sure it on. I guess. Yeah, that's literally all they have to do. As long as, you know, as long as they can satisfy us, like we'll just accept that. Whereas for us, it's just it's very much like okay, so we have to make sure that we're 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 sort of we're trimmed. We're we're looking good. Um, no, for them, for, I don't know if it's for us to feel like um they're gonna feel good by it or whether it's for us to for us to actually feel like it sometimes I don't know whether it's for them or us I don't know when I get into it it's for me because I think oh my god this is great I love it but then also you don't want to be you hear about these stories that people that never do it and then next minute they've run off with someone who they work with or something like that and then you think the last thing you want (laughs) and then you think oh no I should I should just do it yeah, as in, like, um, I need to do it to make sure that he doesn't run off. Yeah, but then yeah. when you do it, it's good. But yeah. do you know what I missed? I think the whole thing about this is, like, that lockdown, I think that 
I think definitely from our, our from my bunk to baby, we're noticing more and more people going on like separation articles, getting in touch with family law solicitors about divorce and stuff. And I think oh lockdown God. has probably killed a lot of relationships. Yeah. Um, because it, it's so hard. How do you keep that? It's not easy to keep Mel. It's not easy to keep but is it, that effort. Is, part of me thinks I don't like I don't particularly understand that in some ways because like like I say Alex has worked the whole way through this um and he still worked away each week so it's it's hard for me to understand how people who have have been together the whole of lockdown because that you know there's a lot of couples that have literally spent day in day out with each other yeah. throughout well, like, that's it. You know, like your weekend, how you said before, you'll have up bickers. That's it, but times seven days. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So in some ways, I guess I've been quite lucky. Yeah, that he, that he is away. Um, and I can't say that that's... It, it, it's affected my mental health because I've had the kids home all the time. Oh, that is so, so hard. Or, it's been all on you. Yeah, because obviously I've had them home the whole time. Um, whereas he's still been off at work lot so that's probably had the effect on me but part of me has also been like well these people that have had their husbands home the whole time like part of me does feel like that yeah that they are really lucky and they've been able to have all of that time together but maybe that's not such a good thing as well maybe that has put like extra pressure on people because they're home all the time and they're not at work and they're not coming home in the evenings and do you know what I mean like it's that's probably what's kept your sex life alive in a way because he comes home on the weekend and stuff whereas I know from personal experience like friends and stuff like that that sometimes when the partner is home all the time because they know they can have it the next night that it never happens yeah yeah you know what I mean no I completely I, I I can get that because you know it is as much as I've been exhausted it's a nice it, change I, you've got. Every week you've got a nice change. I have, but I also think it swings in roundabouts as well because in some ways I've been like, right, okay, yep, great. He's, he's home at the weekend. I've missed him all week, blah, blah, blah. That's great. But then in the next breath, it's like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. And does part of me feel forced to want yeah. to do that because he's only home at the weekends? Do I, do I have to do it because, he's, because I only see him at weekends? Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, but then you know you're missing out all week then, so you probably do make more of an effort to do it. That's exactly, but yeah, so that's... that's Because you've not got a choice. Like, I think for women (laughs) whose partner's home, I could think to myself, right, oh, it's Sunday. Yeah, I'm a bit tired. Tomorrow, tomorrow. But then tomorrow ends up being like weeks and weeks and weeks, and then it's like, oh sugar and I think the longer you go without it the more you're not bothered about it I completely actually agree with that one because we definitely went through a stage of that oh I have I I got through a like medical menopause like the back end of last year really Uh, yeah oh it was the worst thing that could probably have ever like I swear to god I'm dreading actually going through it are you actually going through it at the moment no they've they've stopped the injections so I was having like um injections every month to basically put me through like a medically induced um, menopause just because I've got like a lot of like gynae issues going on um 
and they were hoping that that would help by having no hormones in me whatsoever that it would help the situation literally sent me crazy it was like I swear to god oh my god he'll probably kill me we we literally didn't have sex for like nearly three months yeah do you know what I can understand that and do you know what I'm glad you've said that because there'll be people listening that are in the same situation do you know what I mean it's literally can yeah. just go like that it can because it's easy and you always think oh tomorrow 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 and and the especially longer you go, the more yeah, awkward it is it was absolutely it was definitely like that like at the beginning it was more of a case of like the the side of effects from the injections were just like they were horrendous and I felt like crap and and this goes out you know to to older people who are going through this as well because I you know I can guarantee yeah. you it's not just younger people that listen to this there is older people that that are listening to this and who are going through it, or even people who are younger and actually going through there's an early lot. menopause yeah there's a lot going through early menopause as well so I'm glad you've mentioned that it was I swear to god I would never like choose to go through it again um it was like it was so hard on my body and I felt so disconnected from myself and therefore felt so disconnected from him but then there was also that there was such a guilt lying around as well because it was like oh my god yeah okay I feel rubbish but I should still be satisfying him and 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 making him feel wanted and you know he's still my husband at the end of the day and it was a really really hard time um but again like you say the longer it went on the easier it became to not do it yeah yeah it does I honestly like now I did it last night right normally it's a Wednesday and a Sunday but it was peaked early <laughs> last night it was like one of those where the program was a bit you know shitty and it was like well do you fancy it yeah okay yeah got a bit got a bit of time tonight yeah so we did and then like straight afterwards like today I feel like I'm ready I could do it again right I don't know why but then once it's been like quite a few days or say it's been a week or two it almost becomes a bit like awkward to kind of be like oh you fancy it then do you know what I mean yeah I feel sometimes I feel like we end up having to book it in as in book it in but stick to it yes, you know you and if it's like it. yeah because if I book it in and then don't do it like one I've I've kind of failed as a wife I've, or I've, I've like let him oh. down or whatever and you know you feel like oh I should never have like initiated that or, or suggested that we were going to do it because now I absolutely don't want to. Oh, do you know, I'm, do you know what? I'm glad you said that because I am all talking the day, like when he's doing the dishes and that, I'm like, <laughs> hey, me. I'm like, oh, hey, big boy, tonight's your lucky night. We get into the bed and he's like, you're right. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, why? Why are you, you asking? Go, I'm tired. Yeah, literally, <laughs> that is, that is honestly us. I can, I, I, I completely get you there. We are. It's weird. We are exactly that. I say like things like, oh, I love this sausage. It's so big or whatever. When I'm eating, like say things as a joke, like but kind of innuendos. And he's like, but then then when it gets to the night time, I'm like, oh, yeah, stink anyway. You know, night. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, 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 I 
I don't and necessarily like pull the headache card, although I do suffer from headaches really badly. But like, I will happily say all of that during the day. And I know, and I feel so guilty sometimes because I know that I've got his hopes up and he's thinking, yes, you know, like, let's get the kids to sleep. As in, you know, let's get the kids to sleep. I mean, what time are we now? Like, what literally, nine. what time are we? Nearly now. Okay, yeah. So, like, my stinker I know is still floating around. Um, so it's literally a case of we have to get them actually to sleep. And then by the time they are asleep, he's still there thinking, yes. And I'm like, oh, please oh. don't mention it. Please don't yeah, mention don't, it. Don't, yeah, I know we agree. Do not come near me because I know exactly what you're going to want. And I, I kind of retract what I said earlier on in the day. I hate you. It's like <laughs> in the day, maybe because, like, you know, it's not possible. You, like, put out these things. Yeah. And then when it actually comes to it later, you're like, oh, God, shit, you know. Yeah, I've actually got to go through with this now. <laughs> yeah. It is. Oh, why, why did I say this earlier on? Why did I, why did I say that sausage was so nice earlier? <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally. It's like, oh, Jesus. Oh, I know. I know. But it's so hard, literally. But, no, it is. And we we got to the point where I was like, right. Because I, I love sex. Like, when we do it, I'm just like, this. I love it. I really do, and I enjoy it. But it's like going from being mum about half oh. an hour before yeah. to then being this, like, Greek goddess that's like, you know, you know, something you yes. have watched in or read in Fifty Shades. Do you know what and I mean? And I think that is the biggest I think that's a massive difference between men and women as well because you know the women is you are literally your mum right until they go to sleep yeah you're still mum and you're still fully on duty I mean to be fair even when they are asleep you're still on duty and you know having to find that switch I think yeah. it's much easier for them than it is for us um and you know you are tired you are exhausted at the end of the day and then you know it's all right saying it all but then when it comes to it you're like oh god now I need to switch into this sexy person who he's gonna fancy and want to do it with and find attractive when all all, to be fair all I can ever think of is I just want to lay in bed and I just want to watch friends and eat a cheeseburger that's right (laughs) yes (laughs) that's what I want to do all the time just want a double cheeseburger lay in bed watch friends and just be happy but do you know what that's the thing with mums is I think a lot of the time we're always playing a role aren't we so we're like going from like as soon as you become a mum it's like oh I'm mumsy and I want to kind of look after my children and blah blah and then as soon as it the night hits it's like click your fingers wait a minute you know we're Jenna Jameson do you know what I mean like you can't do it again I swear to god though this is where like lockdown has come in because we've always we've been really really lucky like literally wherever we've been posted his mum is like our savior like she has always had the kids for us she's always had them for a weekend she would whether it meant like her taking them to a hotel because we were like posted so far away or whatever we've always been so so lucky and and we've had that break but during covid there's not been any of that and i do think that that does change things because you've just that break as a as a mum you've not had that break away from the kids to be able to make that switch because at the moment we are we're 
well obviously we've been teachers as well as you know parents Mm. and then by the time you get into bed you're just like I don't want to make that switch I'm too tired to actually make that switch whereas Mm. pre-covid you know you you could definitely guarantee well I'm going to make that switch because my kids are not here for the weekend and you know I I'm going back to being wife fiance girlfriend whatever I'm going back to being that person and it's about me and him it's not about the kids because they're not there yeah yeah but I think it's made us all a bit more lazy like do you know what I mean like on a weekend now I still probably don't you know brush my hair as much as I should or put the makeup on because I think well you've seen me like a mess I've been wearing my dressing gown 24 7 all week what's the difference may as well just carry on wearing it yeah do you know what yes. I mean I never oh my god be dead in like pajamas do you know what the worst part is my mum handed me down pajamas that she didn't want it anymore and here I am sat in them do you know what I mean like oh that, I've actually got clothes on today and I've had clothes on all day which is pretty much a miracle for me oh, um I can't remember the last time I wore clothes all oh, day but it's only because I've been up the wall busy today that I've actually had to have clothes on all day but like on Mother's Day this year it's probably I found that one really really hard like on Mother's Day I thought Do you know what I'm gonna make an effort today I am going to put some nice clothes on I'm gonna do my hair I'm gonna do my makeup like you know Mother's Day morning was lovely the kids were like jumping all over the bed giving me presents blah, blah, blah. and I thought right I'm gonna make an effort we are going to have a lovely afternoon tea we're gonna have some Prosecco and I'm gonna get them into bed early and then then I'm going to be that goddess and you know we're going to absolutely get down to it yeah I did my hair I did my makeup I put a really nice top on blah blah walked down the stairs and I got what's that what you wearing (laughs) do you know what me and my friend were talking about this last night no yeah it's almost like we're weird now for dressing up I thought you've got to be kidding me I've actually put proper clothes on for the first time in months like I wore a nice top I really liked this top and I thought you've actually got to be kidding me are you are you telling me I don't actually look nice on Mother's Day of all days like are you like what are you trying to say so out of pure like anger I literally went back upstairs and I put my friend's hoodie on and I sat there all day with my friend's hoodie on and my leggings and I thought (laughs) screw you right literally screw you if you want to screw me later you'll screw me with my friend's hoodie on and you can suck it up but you know what like to him it was like why have you made this effort oh my god it's bad isn't it that's exactly like me on Mother's Day it's like you got a bit of a lie-in and yeah. um and then I was bit. like oh I'm gonna uh, shave I'm gonna do all that I come downstairs and you know when you're like acting like a bit he's like why are you acting like that I'm like like what you know like bending yeah. over, <laughs> getting your cup of tea but lifting the finger up and all that kind of stuff and yeah, why are you acting like that why are you acting like that I'm just like yeah, because maybe, uh, you know, I just want you to say you look hot. You look really good. Oh, yeah. you look hot. <laughs> Do you know, I think that is why many women um, end up living with other women later in life. <laughs> Oh my God, don't even, like, literally, please do not get me started on that. The amount of people I know that that, that has 
actually happen to. <laughs> yeah, because I think we think, you know, like that book, I've never read it, but I've heard of the phrase, men are from, no, no, oh, men are from God. Mars. I, can't. I don't know, we're from one country. I say yeah, country. we're from one planet and we're they're from, from another. Planet, something, they're from it's another. something about Venus and Mars, isn't it? Yeah, something like yeah. that. And, you know, I never thought about it, but as the time's gone on, I thought, actually, that's freaking right. I think that is right. Yeah. Maybe women just can appreciate why other women make that effort. Whereas, but then do you not sit there and think to yourself, because this is what crossed my mind afterwards, you know, all the effort that we actually make. Yeah. Do they care? Do they even? Yeah. Do they actually even care? Because part of me felt like he was so shocked that I'd made this effort does he care if I make an effort? Like, is it, it's, I partly feel like this is us thinking this. We need to make the effort. Yeah. We need to feel sexy for, like, for our partners. Yeah. Actually, do, do we need to feel sexy for them? Because part of me thinks they us. don't actually care. I do. I actually do. I think it's for us. And part of me thinks they don't actually care what we look like. Do you know what? As long as they're, like, every hole is a goal. In, that's as long it. as as long as they can whack it in, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't actually think they really care. I don't even like, think they notice. I don't actually no. think they notice. I literally could, like, you know, bend over, go pick a pen up with no clothes on at all, and be like, "Oh, uh, while you're down there, will you just grab that uh, cup of tea or whatever?" And you know, it wouldn't get. It wouldn't get. I don't it wouldn't get noticed. Men... Like, oh my yeah. god, you're looking amazing. It would just be like, okay, yeah. So, like, so while you're down there, yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, I've got no knickers on today. Why have you not got any clean? No, all right, <laughs> no, actually, but okay. <laughs> Do you know? But it does make you wonder, though, doesn't it? Because that is honestly sometimes how I feel. It's like, are we making ourselves like? Are we feeling the pressure? Should I say probably of making ourselves feel, feel sexy? Because we're putting the pressure on ourselves. But I think the problem is, Mel, we're putting the pressure on each other because too many friends don't talk about it. So everyone makes out that their relationship is hunky-dory. We do it all the time. Oh, yeah, it's great and great. And then I think what a lot of people, everyone thinks that actually everyone is doing it all the time, like we were before, kids. And I think that's part of the problem. It's not actually, that's not the truth at all, is it? No. As in, you're doing it, it's probably almost regimental. Yeah, honestly. Especially people who don't want kids, it's definitely a case of, like, even if they're on contraception, it's like, right, definitely, I, I don't want any more, so we're not doing it that day, we're not doing it that day, we can definitely do it around then. Like, because people who don't want kids, and and I found this for myself, even when I was on contraception, we didn't definitely didn't want another baby it scared the crap out of me thinking if we did it even around a time where I might be ovulating it was like oh my god no way I'm not doing it around that time because I didn't want the thought of having another baby yeah it's easier to miss that time though but you're more horny around that ovulation time oh yes and that's the worst bloody bit about it yeah and I 
that one out over the like over the years as well that is literally the time you are at your horniest and it's just like shit what am I supposed to do now like I really don't want to do it with him because you know I de- definitely don't want the risk of a baby but friggin heck yeah you just <laughs> yeah do you know what I even know it is apparently your voice changes and when I listen to my podcast because me and Danny are like I track my ovulation so like I know when I'm ovulating because my voice goes deeper it goes like really? a re- yeah it's really weird really oh weird. my god is your voice is your voice deeper today or well like... I ovulated yesterday that's why you know oh. we did it but that's the thing when you're trying oh. for I'm quite open with like where I'm at with after obviously what happened to us last year we've been trying since and stuff and it's just mm. not happened but you know, you've got to enjoy it along the along the way as well. But I do think that's hard as well. You know, like when you, those nights that you don't want to do it, and then you're like, oh, feel like you have to because yeah, it's your child. You should do because actually, I'm you know I'm getting older and I need to. You know, like and if you miss this month, that's another month gone. Oh, that's- it's always another month gone. It's like at the moment, I've been asked. Like my doctor is like, do not have the COVID jab because you're trying for a baby. I'm like, well, yeah, but we've been trying like nearly two years. So at what point do you? What point do you like think? Oh, I'm going to have the COVID jab. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I completely like. I completely get that because you know like you say you could be another six months down the line oh exactly you might have got pregnant yesterday you don't know who knows anyway but mel i think we've done a really good episode here i like to think so i think i feel i feel like we've covered i feel like we could go on and on and on people just want to hear it i know that people will want to hear that we feel the same, like sometimes you can't be asked and that's it, or sometimes you not shave your legs. Whereas a few years ago, I think it used to be like, oh, absolutely, I share my legs. I even used to probably be one of those people that would pretend that I shave my legs when I don't. Did you not just do that? Like, so when you go back to shaving your legs, did you not, like, obviously at the beginning of your relationship, yeah, mm. did you make sure that you were fully shaved all the time, everywhere? Oh, every time I got a shower, I did actually yeah. shave. I, I, yeah. Do you know what? I on, I'll be totally honest. I still sh- shave the fairy just in case it it happens. <laughs> but and see, I don't have it. to worry because he's not here. He's not here in the week, is it? He's so like, I literally don't have to worry during the week. I'm like, I yes, think it's a have really it. quick shower. <laughs> but do you know what it is? The amount of times I've cut my fairy as well, like from trying to be over. Like, I was listening to Bewitched a little while ago, and I was like, oh, I'm really getting into this. And, like, I did the stroke of that, and I was getting really confident with the bit, <laughs> and it cut me, and it was awful. Oh, yeah. Oh. But do you know what? And then I couldn't have sex. So it was like, well, what was the point? That was pointless. Yeah, that was completely pointless. I feel like we've covered probably everything that you wanted to cover, probably more. Exactly. <laughs> So, um, Mel, thank you so much for coming on this episode to talk about sex. Uh, well, you're so welcome. Um, I hope that we've um, covered, covered everything that needs to be covered. Me too. I think we definitely have. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Fifty Shades of Motherhood. Fifty Shades of Motherhood is all about being free, being real, being raw and saying what you want to say without fear of judgment. So if you have enjoyed today's episode, 
please, please share it with your friends. You never know who it might help. Not everyone is so open about sharing their stories. So it's really important to raise awareness around topics so that it can help other people uh, feel less alone. And also, if you don't mind reviewing us and subscribing, that would be amazing. It means the more listeners we have, the more podcasts that I can create. So, Thank you once again for listening. If you want to make any suggestions for future episodes, please pop me an email over. My email address is Carla at mybumptobaby.com. And I look forward to speaking to you next time on 50 Shades of Motherhood. We have a really special offer today and I'm so excited to share it with you, the ultimate giveaway. Do you want to receive one of our planners for free or would you like access to our Instagram growth course worth £59? At My Bump to Baby, we are massively passionate about making sure parents have the protection in place that they need should the worst happen. If you choose to book in with your nearest family law solicitor today to have a look and a chat about your will, or if you book in with your financial advisor to review your family protection or your pension, we will give you access to either our Instagram course with £59, or we will send you one of our amazing planners completely free of charge. To qualify for this, all you need to do is fill in the form at the bottom of this podcast and we will book you in with your nearest advisor. You don't need to take out a policy and you don't need to take out a will. It's just simply having a chat to make sure that you have the protection that you need should the worst happen. We are so excited to bring you this offer and we hope you take advantage of it because protecting your family is the most important decision that you could make today.